0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 158, Lessons from Grief Camp. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, mama. How are you? I'm back from two weeks away in Georgia. The first week I was working at a grief camp for kids, which I'll talk about in a minute. And then the second week I spent in Atlanta with my sister and my kids after their camp ended. We rented this amazing house and just relaxed for a few days before heading home. So now we're getting back into the swing of things before school starts for us. We have one more week of vacation, but I know many kids have already started school. And I wanna remind you that during the month of August, I'm offering free mini sessions specifically to help with back-to-school issues. If you're feeling anxious, worried, frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed out, please sign up for this session. The way you feel and show up as a mom during this transition to school can set the tone for your child's experience. So we want to make sure that you're feeling calm, confident, and capable heading into the school year. You can sign up for your free session at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash school. And if you know of any mama friends who could use some back to school support, please share that link with them too. I want to take a moment now to thank those of you who left reviews recently. It means so much to me when you take the time to do it. And the first one comes from Lisa and Ben C. And is titled Real Tips That Really Work. They said, Pam's podcast is so refreshing because it doesn't pretend to deliver the impossible, perfectly behaved kids. Pam focuses on the things we can control how we think, how we feel, and how we act and react to our experiences as parents. We've spent years looking outside of ourselves for these answers. Thanks, Lisa and Ben. It's awesome that you pointed out that the podcast isn't focused on kids, but on us as parents and what we can control, which is how we show up. I love it. The next review is from SurfMom12 and is titled, This is an Awesome Resource. She wrote, I love listening to Pam because her delivery is so down to earth and she incorporates some real life examples into her subject matter. So believable. She's positive, upbeat, and I love the way her podcasts and website bring that positivity to her listeners and social media viewers, right down to the music and layout she uses and the loving mama and child logo and colors, visually and audibly stimulating, as well as the engaging and helpful content. But the gems are truly in her content. Sound Parenting Advice and Problem-Solving Discussions. Her podcast is concise, professional, and pleasing to the ears. I love the way she teaches me to courageously face my parenting and grandparenting dilemmas while reassuring me that there is hope and solutions. If I am open, they might be easier than I think. A very clean, healthy, helpful approach to lessening the stressors of parenting. I can't wait to free up the love that drives the passion and dedication to my children and grandchildren by letting go of fear and drama thanks to Pam's help and constructive information. Can't wait to hire her as a life coach someday. I can't wait either, a Surf Mom 12. Let's do it. Thank you so much for that amazing review and for even pointing out my logo and brand colors. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to today's topic. As I mentioned, I just spent a week Working at a grief camp for kids. The camp, called Experience Camps, has five locations in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, California, and Maine, and are free one week camps for kids entering grades four through 12 who have experienced the death of a parent, a sibling, or a primary caregiver. According to the Journal of Death and Dying, one in five children will experience the death of someone close to them before they turn 18. And every one of us experiences the death of someone close to us at some point in our lives, usually multiple times. So at camp, I share the story of Melissa, my sister who died before I was born. My parents had three daughters, my sister Stephanie, then Melissa, then me. Melissa was born with a rare genetic disease called Tay-Sachs, commonly found in people of Eastern European Jewish descent. It's caused by the absence of an enzyme that helps break down fatty substances in the body. Children with Tay-Sachs develop normally for the first few months of life, but then their development slows. My parents noticed that Melissa wasn't doing the things that were typical for her stage of development, such as holding up her head. When they discovered that she had Tay-Sachs, they decided to get pregnant again right away. So shortly after Melissa died at 22 months, I was born. Although I knew about Melissa and had seen pictures of her, no one in my family really talked about her much. When they did, it was always with very somber and hushed tones. When I was in college, I took a psychology class called Death and Dying. In that class, I chose to do a paper on when a child dies and interview my parents about their experiences. They each told me, that in 20 years, they hadn't talked about their experience with anyone else. Then, several years later, I found out that two of my high school friends lost their son to a different genetic disease when he was nine months old. I somehow stumbled across the website of a foundation they created in his memory. The website contained personal journal entries by the mom and photos of their family and the baby. It mentioned how they still celebrate their son's birthday every year and talk about him all the time to his younger siblings. I remember feeling so surprised but inspired by their openness and wondered what my life would have been like had we had that kind of openness in my family. You might think that being at grief camp would be depressing and sad, but the overall mood of camp is actually very upbeat and fun. And the weight of that fun isn't through ignoring the grief and pretending it doesn't exist. In fact, it's the exact opposite. It's through opening up about the sadness and the grief that strong connections and friendships are made. When these kids have a safe place to share their emotions and can be honest and open about their experiences without fear of being judged or worried about upsetting others, the walls between them come down very quickly and they feel free to be themselves. At the end of five days, kids say they feel closer to their friends at camp than they do with friends at home. Kids at camp told me things like, this is the first time I've talked about my grief. This is the only place I feel comfortable opening up. I've really come out of my shell here. I can be myself when I'm at camp. I can't talk to my mom about my dad because she gets upset whenever I bring him up. I keep my feelings bottled up inside and sometimes cope in unhealthy ways. Now, despite all this talk about grief, that's not what this episode is really about. It's about making space for all of those difficult emotions that need to be felt, heard, and accepted. I've talked about this in previous episodes, which I'll link to in today's show notes, but my time at camp reinforced the importance of my belief that being vulnerable, being able to talk about our feelings and validate our kids' feelings without judgment is what creates trust and connection. It allows us to accept ourselves and each other more and have the kinds of deep, intimate, and meaningful relationships we want to have. Now, there are many reasons people find it difficult to open up about their feelings. They grew up in families where expressing sadness or vulnerability was considered a sign of weakness or wasn't modeled for them. Maybe they experienced some kind of trauma in their past and talking about feelings seems too difficult or scary. Maybe they have a very rational or analytical mind and believe feelings are irrelevant. But everything we do is caused by our feelings. The way we experience our lives is through our feelings. And to feel fully alive is to experience the entire range of human emotions. Learning to be more in touch with and open about your feelings is a skill that can be learned and can help you feel like a huge weight you've been carrying has been lifted, improve your mood, help with self-regulation, and improve your relationships. A 2020 New York Times article reported that research from Southern Methodist University suggested that writing about traumatic experiences or undergoing talk therapy has a positive impact on a patient's health and immune system. The study argues that holding back thoughts and emotions is stressful. You have the negative feelings either way, but you have to work to repress them which can tax the brain and body, making you more susceptible to getting sick or just feeling awful. One way to identify or express your feelings is to write or journal about them. You could also write a letter with or without the intent of sharing it with someone. You can talk to a trusted friend or family member about your feelings. And of course, you can talk to a therapist or coach whose job it is to hold space for you to talk about your feelings without any judgment, and help you process those feelings too. You are always in control of what and how much you share with anyone. You never have to talk about anything or force your kids to talk about their feelings when they don't want to either. But being more in touch with your own feelings can help you have authority over them rather than feeling like they have authority over you. And when you become more comfortable tolerating your own emotions, you'll be better able to tolerate other people's and be more empathetic and compassionate. So my big takeaway from this summer at Grief Camp was that being able to talk openly about our feelings in a safe environment isn't just a nice thing to be able to do. It's actually a key component to better emotional, mental, and physical health. And it helps us have deeper and more connected relationships with ourselves and others. If you're interested in learning more about experience camps, how to become a volunteer or make a donation, You'll find a link in today's show notes. And if you're interested in learning more about how my coaching can help you in your life and parenting, request a free consultation with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini. Have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life... I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.